This is The Author's Perspective, TAP, a show set to take you behind the scenes of some of your favorite books. We will be delving into deeper conversations and let you get to know different authors whilst discussing some of the social issues affecting them. We are RM Publishers. Join us as we take you on this literary journey. Let's step right into it. Hello, Pastor Tunji. Welcome to the author's perspective. Hello, thank you for having me on. Oh, great. Uh, so, Pastor Tunji is a book coach, a pastor, and an authorpreneur. Am I right? Yes. Great. So, do you? So, we first met in 2015, I guess. Yes. Um, and the power conference <laughs> which oh, yeah. our publishers hosted at the time um and at the time you were an author yes I, well i was already um a book coach at that time oh okay i had started the business um in around september october 2014 Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't really take it serious because I was um, looking for work at the time, but then I found a job, so I couldn't really get into it. So it's 2015, right. I just thought, okay, yes, I'm working, but let me do this because, you know, I'd published, I think, one person at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, yeah, this looks good. Let's get into this. And oh. been doing it since then. Fantastic. So when when we met, obviously, um, I got one of your books, Glory Realm Living. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, how many other books have you written so far for yourself? Um, so four books that are published and okay. two that are not published yet. All right. Cool. Uh, and this is self-help? Yeah, what genre so, do you write in? Uh, my first three books. So Glory Realm Worshipper was my first ever book. That I okay. In 2011 on my 30th birthday. And mm-hmm. then, um, Glory Realm Living, which you have. And then I've got The Worshipper in You and How to Write Your Book Fast. I wrote in 2015 to build the business. And I've yeah. got two other books that need to come out this year. Awesome. And talking of birthdays, I've noticed that you have a twin. Yes. I didn't know you have a twin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is your twin also into writing? No, she's not. She's not. Oh. She's, she's into cooking. So oh, she... wow. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Talking about cooking, I have a question to ask you later okay. on. So I'll put a pin on it for now. <laughs> so now as a book coach what do you do okay mm-hmm. so i i run a company called accelerated authors academy okay and, um what we do is we coach aspiring authors who are coaches consultants entrepreneurs ministers um, business owners who want to write and publish their own book and we take them on a 90-day journey to get them from no idea to published author And then there's some of them that will probably want to build a business with the book. So we show them how to turn the book into multiple streams of income and into a coaching business. Because most people want to write a book, but they just think about Amazon. But there's more 
to your mm. book than just Amazon because you know you write a book you put on Amazon it's for $9.99 you're not getting $9.99 from Amazon when the book exactly so you're probably going to get four pounds something you mm. know, what about if you turn that book into a course or something like that where you can charge more and mm. get a bigger impact but we can get more into that later on but that's that's the nutshell of what we do we coach people to write and publish their own books and we show them how to do it themselves mm. so talking about amazon um most people think that once your book is on amazon you've made it and clearly <laughs> like you have said um it takes a bit more work doesn't it for your book to actually gain um what is it called when you're yeah to gain traction to gain yeah um, visibility and you know it's because people don't understand the space that we're in um especially because things have changed so you know um it's it's great that you know you can be published by a traditional publisher but that process takes long Mm -hmm. you have to have um visibility you have to have a name you have to have a following and if you can just you know, learn the process to self-publish your book or use a team publishing or hybrid publisher that can help you with your book, then you probably have a better chance um, Mm. of getting much more traction with your book. Because like I said, you put it on Amazon, I've made it, Mm -hmm. but you haven't. You know, because there's Mm. some people that you see that put their book on that is free and they keep saying they're bestseller. I'm like... The book is free. You didn't sell. So how can you be a bestseller? You know, but they feel they've made it because they've downloaded, people have downloaded their books. For mm. Not so- yeah, I, I have never really understood the whole bestseller thing. Do okay. you know anything about it? Because I see <laughs> someone publish their book and then the next thing, they're a bestselling author. Like, <laughs> how did you get to bestseller overnight? Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, I wasn't into it as well, to be mm. honest, at first, from 2015 till probably last year, I wasn't really into it, or 2020. Um, but I got to know more about it when I started doing my online challenges, and mm-hmm. I invited lots of speakers to come and speak. <clears throat> and um, basically, bestseller means you sold a number of books, either on the day of launch, or on the week of your launch. Mm. So if you want to be a, in the UK, if you want to be a Sunday Times bestseller, mm-hmm. that means that week that you launch your book, you need to sell nothing less than 5,000 copies. Wow. Okay. Across all the networks. So Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and all of these retailers. Mm. And that counts for pre-order as well. Oh, okay. So you can um, sell 5,000 copies, then you can become a Sunday Times bestseller. And the same with America, so you can become a New York Times. New York Times, oh, I Um, see. A USA Today bestseller, um, the Journal bestseller as well. But you need to sell those amounts of copies. Mm. Amazon is different. You can sell, <laughs> you can sell maybe I don't know twenty books, mm. 
and become a bestseller because with Amazon, it depends on the categories that you're in. So okay. you need to choose the right category for your book in order to become a bestseller. So if you're in a category that is competitive with mm. um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and um, Think and Grow Rich and all these other you know books, it's going to be mm. more difficult for you to become a bestseller. But if you can choose the right categories where there's not much competition and you can sell maybe 20 books on the day of launch or 100 or so books that week of launch, you will become either a bestseller or number one bestseller. So to yeah. become a bestseller on Amazon, you need to be in the top 100. Oh, so yeah. does it really matter if you're a bestseller or not, it, really, as an author? <laughs> It's just a like, <laughs> ego thing. Oh, I'm a best, you know. So it just it sounds good. Yeah. Of course, if you're New York Times, if you're Sunday Times, that's different. That's 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 another level. You're proper bestseller, you know. Definitely. Or Amazon. It, it, well, maybe if you're number one bestseller, then okay, yes, that's, that's good. But if you're just a best-selling author, then it's it's okay. And it's the yeah. same with awards, where you see people. Oh, award-winning author award-winning business yeah sometimes the awards are not known mm. so <laughs> yeah that is true so i guess people need to attend your master class to get to learn a bit more on this topic yeah. yeah so i do master classes free master classes i do um free five-day challenges free summits but um i do paid one-day boot camps as well and mm. Um, live events and stuff like that just to help people yeah cool and do you have a boot camp coming on well i was supposed to but i've had to cancel. Uh, i was supposed to have one tomorrow but i've had to cancel it um so uh, i need to find another date that i can do it but i might be running a free master class or challenge either mm. next month so I'll, I'll put the word out there Oh, great. So what really happens in a masterclass or in a bootcamp? Um, so basically, we dive deep into, well, with a masterclass, it's only like, you know, an hour, 90 minutes, maybe two hours. Mm -hmm. um, so we just go through the first step of my six-step process, which is planning your book. Mm -hmm. In the bootcamp, <clears throat> we spend the whole day together and we go through everything whereby by the end of the bootcamp, you would have a framework for your book. So you have mm. your book mapped out. You can get your title and everything that you need to go off and write your book. Mm. Yeah. And how easy or how hard is it to get to the place where you think, or I have a title and I want to write about A, B, C, D? It's not that hard. It's just you finding out exactly you know, there are five W's I, in, in the planning stage mm. of people. First of all, why do you want to write a book? Mm. Why? What's your why? Don't just, you know, fit, say, oh, because this person's written a book, I want to write one. No, there must be a purpose to your book. Is it to build your business? Is it to get visibility so you can get um, PR and media attention? Is it so that you can make more money? Is it so you can have more impact and have more influence on people? What is your why? You need to first find your why. Then after that, you need to figure out what exactly am I speaking about? So there's why, then what? What is my topic? Some people just say, oh, I want to write a book about 
business, but that does not make sense because there's so many type of businesses. Mm-hmm. What type of business are you in and what do you want people to understand about that business? So you need to really dive into what exactly your topic is, what niche um, it's in. So is it fiction? Is it nonfiction? Is it self-help? Is it inspirational? Is it motivational? Is it a Christian book? So you need to know all these things. Then the next W is who is your book for? You mm. need to know your target audience. Don't just say your book is for everyone because it's not, <laughs> you know, it's for because when you know that, when they see your book title, when they see your cover, they will buy it because they know the book is for them. You need to know what they're going through, what's their struggles, what's their challenges, and mm. then what solutions can you bring to solve their problems in your book. And you need to be able to have other avenues that they can come and get to you so that after they read your book, you can help them even more. So mm. you know who your book is for. Then the next W is when is your book coming out? Put a deadline, put a date to it. So that you're not just you know, people that say, oh, I've been trying to write a book for two years. I've been trying to write a book for 10 years because there's no deadline. If mm. you a deadline, a start date and a finish date, then you know that in 90 days, I'm working towards writing this book. And you would go and you would do it. And then the last W is where is your book going? What's the future of your book? What's the um, outcome of this book? Do you just want to put it on Amazon? Or do you want to use the book to build a business? you want to impact people? Do you want to leave a legacy? Where do you want your book to go? So those are the five W's that Mm. I ask about when we're planning your book so that after you do that, you can now figure out what is your title. Mm. Well, that's really, that's pure gold. I mean, I would jump onto your masterclass ASAP <laughs> as to learn, to learn a bit more. So also I've seen you uh, put covers out there. Do you, um, do you think that cover design has an impact on the success of a book? Oh, definitely. So your title and your cover sells your book first before people mm-hmm. open the book. So, you know, when I first started out, you know, I was using Fiverr mm. to get covers done because that's what I knew. But mm. growing this, you know that um, you need to pay good money to get a good cover. Because the thing is, what I found out is graphic designers are not book designers. Right. So they know how to do graphics, but they can't do book covers because they don't understand measurements and, you know, formats and all of those things. So I had to understand that. And knowing that is not just about having, yes, you need a great um, design, but also you need the right person to really speak what you're trying to say. Mm. But also can format the book correctly so that when you're trying to publish there's no issues right so if anyone's listening don't just go on fiverr okay don't just go (laughs) fiverr.com you know try and spend a bit more money so that you can get a professional cover design done for your book done yes I, i mean fiverr is great for other things as well yeah but yeah if you want your your book to gain traction like you said you have to have something that stands out Mm. 
Yeah. So what sort of people do you work with? Okay, so I work with coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, business owners, ministers, Christians that are entrepreneurial, that want mm-hmm. to be able to use a book <clears throat> to make a bigger impact, have more influence and increase their income. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to tell your story, then that's not, you know, you're not my client. It's not just about yeah. your story. It's more about using your story to create a bigger platform for yourself. So how can you turn that story into an online course? Mm. Turn that story into a coaching program because your book, every chapter of your book is a is a course, is a module of a course, is a module within a coaching program. But people don't understand that. So we mm. teach you that, hey, your book is bigger than you. Exactly. <laughs> bigger than you because your book can get to places that you might not get to and you can impact more people by them having your book but by also you coaching them and you probably being a consultant that goes into companies and organizations and teach the information from your book so Hmm. if you want to see a big example of that is john maxwell Mm -hmm. used his book to build an empire for himself yeah. And he's doing this from his books. I'm part of the John Maxwell team, me and my wife, and everything. It's all from his books that we do. Mm. You know, so that's a big example to show you that your book is bigger than you. Great. Yeah. I'm already getting excited. I think I, I need to come on to your book camp myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I can write the book. Um, so you know when people join the boot camp or the master class, what are the challenges? Because um, I think you you teach on publishing a book in ninety days. Yes. So is there any challenges a person can face in the ninety days? Well, the first one is not believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know the first one I try to deal with is mindset. You know, people have this negative mindset that oh, because of whatever happened to them, they can't do it. Mm. I was like that because I have dyslexia and, you know, I was born premature and that, that used to just be things that used to f- tell me that, hey, you can't do this, you can't do that because of this, because of that. And I never thought I could write a book because of mm. dyslexia because I wasn't great at English, not great at grammar and all of those things. But if we can overcome the hurdle of a negative mindset, we can do whatever it is we put our mind to. So I tell people this, don't let fear stop you from writing and publishing your book because someone out there is waiting on your information. Mm. You know, so one of the biggest hurdles is fear. Then another thing is people listen to what other people say. Mm. Because someone else has told you you can't do it does not mean you can't do it. If you can, if you if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So you need to determine which thoughts are you listening to. Mm. Because your imagination is powerful. Einstein, exactly. Einstein said this, he said, your imagination is the preview of life's coming attraction. Mm. So what do you see? What do you preview? Do you see yourself becoming an author? 
even though someone may have said something about you. Mm. You see yourself holding that book in your hand. Can you see yourself running a business that impacts people? Mm. Everything starts and ends in the mind. Mm. You can see it in the mind, then you can do it. Awesome, definitely. That's, that's the other thing. And then, you know, people, you know, have challenges of, oh, I don't have time. That's just, mm. that's, that's ridiculous because we're only <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> You know, yeah, but then if you have little ones, pasta, it's really hard to write a book. So That's... what advice can you give me? <laughs> you create time for what you love. Yes. You create mm-hmm. time for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So That's why I said having a deadline. So when are you going to write the book? So within that time, if you can, if you carve out just one hour a day, you can get your book done in 90 days. Mm. So you can't say you don't have time because there's always time. You just need to create the time. So what can you stop doing to create time for what you want to achieve? Mm. So if you spend one hour a day and you write 500 words a day, you can get your book done in 60 days. If you can do a thousand words a day in 30 days, that's your book because your book does not need to be longer than 30,000 words. Mm. Even, you know, do it earlier because 20,000 words is still a good book, but mm. between 20 and 30,000 words. So there's time, but you need to create the time for what you want to do. And then, oh, I don't have money. Okay, fine. Yes, you're going to need money. It's not, it's not going to be free. But mm. don't let that stop you. Find a way of getting started. You know, yes, you may not, you know, hire a coach or like me or someone like you, but mm-hmm. open up your Word document and do a mind map and do something that can get you started first mm. before you find the money. So most of these things are just excuses. Excuses, yes. So talking about number of words, um, is it, that the more you write the more it's um it means something or why why should uh why should there be what's the limit i guess for the number of words um it depends on who's reading the book so with the way life is so Mm fast-paced people want to be able to read a book on a train journey Mm. So if your book is 50,000 words, that's a long book. Mm. So 20 to 30,000 words is a good book that someone can finish on a four-hour long journey or train journey. Because mm. if you're going with a traditional publisher, then yes, you need at least fifty to 70,000 words. Mm. But if you're self-publishing or you're going with an hybrid publisher or a team publisher, then... 20 to 30,000 words is enough. And if you want to get your book done in 90 days, that's enough words to do in 90 days. I've mm. come to me that I've got, you know, 35, 40, 50, 60. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't publish that book. One, mm. because it's more expensive to mm. edit and proofread because it's a bigger book. And it, it just takes a bit of a longer time to to finish. 
Mm. So I tell people there's 20 to 30,000 words is enough for a self-published non-fiction book. Okay. So in your experience with editors, or do you edit books yourself? Oh, no, I, I, I'm, like I told you, I have dyslexia. So <laughs> ah, right. So I, I uh, my editors and proofreaders, yes. Right. So in your experience with editors, how hard or how easy is it to get a book edited? Because some people, when you tell them the prices of editing, they say, oh, it's so expensive. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm good with negotiating, but... Yeah. Um, if you want a good job done, you have to pay good. You can't, yes. you, you know, like I said, when I used to do Fiverr and you get the book back and it's still full of lots of errors and, mm. you know, but now where I, I, I go for editors or I just work with people individually that I've connected with and it is expensive. So that's why <laughs> I don't want to maybe talk figures, but I can, I'm not shy to be honest. Mm. You know, I've when I started, I was charging fifty pound an hour to work with people. Mm. Now, if you want to work with me, depending on what you want to do, the two things I do: if your book is written and you want to help, you want to get it published, then I charge you three k. Mm. So there's a reason why, so we can get a good book done. Want mm. to get it? You know, you want to get your book written, published, and build a business? I charge five k. Mm. But there's a reason why. So. If you want a book done on Fiverr and you want to pay 200 and then you want to come and... Because I've noticed that people that pay less complain more. Mm. People that pay less are the ones that have given me so much headache. Hey! So <laughs> I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> so Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, how much did you pay? Oh, you said this is what you can afford. I said that this is what you can get. Mm. You know, so it's like you saying you're going to go to Arad's and tell them, no, you know, can I just pay 200 pounds or 20 pounds for something that's, you know, 2,000 pounds? And you want to complain, you can't. Mm. So you need to determine what service do you want with the price you want to charge. And I, I tell people this, <clears throat> I know people personally that charge at least 20, 30, 50,000 pounds or dollars to get your book done. Mm. And this is uh, self-publishing or through... Yeah. Right. Still self-publishing. Mm-hmm. You know, and... But people complain because they don't understand the industry. Mm-hmm. If you're in the online space and you understand the coaching industry, you should know the figures that people charge. Yes. The reason why, because they need to give you an experience. They need to give you the best service. Yes. So you determine what type of book do you want? Do you want a book from Fiverr or do you want a professional book? A high quality book. Yeah. And as you work with uh, entrepreneurs and um, people in ministry, what is the success story or the success rate of their books? Um, so like I said, I, I teach you more to build a business. Right. So remember, like we spoke earlier about, you know, Amazon bestseller and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really into that. So the, I don't really, um, I would say the success is they got their book done mm-hmm. and they got it published. Yeah. But I don't focus on the book sales and all of that stuff. I'm uh, not, right. 
what do you want to use this book to do? To do, yes. So the book is there on Amazon. You can't mm. go to Amazon. The book is there. But you now, as an individual, what are you going to do to make your book a success? By exactly. To a coaching program and into a business where you can have a bigger impact on people. So they've got your book, it's online, but if they come and work with you in a boot camp, you know, they come to your live event, and all, that's much more of a bigger impact because you're able to speak to people, touch people, and, you know, impact their life personally than them just reading your book. Mm. Because we've, we've read so many books, we never met the authors. But no. imagine if you were able to meet the author in person in one of their workshops or something like that. How much mm. when people have read Tony Robbins' book and then they meet, they meet him in person and they experience Tony Robbins in person. It's life-changing. Mm. Definitely. So that's what I try to do. That Yes, your book is great, but turn it into something that makes a bigger impact. Yes. And the time frame as well, because you teach to do it in a shorter space. Yeah. I guess if you are a busy person, that's an advantage to you. And like when you have to sit down and take years and years <laughs> to write a book. Yeah, so 90 days, I think, is enough time. Sometimes it does go longer, depending on mm -hmm. the individual. But 90 days to six months max is enough max. time to, to get your book done. It shouldn't go longer than that. Oh, great. So whilst you're doing your entrepreneur side, how do you balance family, ministry, and other work that you have to do? Well, my wife is an entrepreneur now as well, so <laughs> we both manage our time, you know. We make sure that we don't have meetings at the same time. Great. We don't have meetings when we're taking our daughter to nursery. Oh. If we do, one person will take her, one person will pick her up. So we just try to manage our time properly so that we can run the business, do, mm. church, do ministry. So we we talk to each other. So we make sure we sit down and say, okay, I've got this today. What have you got today? So it doesn't clash. We can help mm. each other. So it's just about time management and being in good communication and seeing how you can just thrive together. Yeah. Because you're in this together. So, Yeah. Great. And being a minister as well, uh, have you guys gone back to normal service? Are you still doing it online? We're still doing it online. Sometimes uh, we come together. Um, yeah. Yes. Some some of us do come together and others watch online. But yeah, we're, we're enjoying it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what was that like for you changing yes, from great. going to church every day to now doing um, it online? It wasn't difficult because we just about started it, then COVID. Uh, so we were going to get to that point anyway. So right. that big of a change for us. Mm. Uh, it's been it's been great. It's been good so far, but we're, we're enjoying the journey and we know things are going to get better. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I did say to you I had a question about cooking. Yes. So... <laughs> So you walk into, you attend a party. Yeah. There are two servings or two two platters okay. on the table. Which sticker do you go for? Ghanaian jollof or Nigerian jollof? <laughs> I, 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 
Okay. Wow. Nigerian jollof is the best. Is it? There's no contest. I've never really understood like what what is it about? What's the fight about? I I I I don't understand it too. I I, I heard a story that actually really got me like whoa is it that bad that two ladies were actually fighting and i think one stabbed the other person because of i'm like are you because of nigeria and angel off what kind of rubbish is it? <laughs> you know and it's crazy but both both countries don't own it anyway because i think if i'm right was it senegal another country started no way yeah. It wasn't even Ghana or Nigeria, so it's another country then, but I can't remember which one now. But yeah, but Nigeria jollof is great. I cook. I love to cook. I, I, oh. I do the most cooking at home anyway, so I, I like to cook. I like to mm. all type of dishes and stuff. So I thought that's what you were going to ask me. I thought maybe you saw <laughs> my pictures on, <laughs> on food. I thought that's what you were going to ask. <laughs> No, I can definitely look through the pictures of your food. I just wanted to know what the fight is all about because I've heard so much it. about it. Yeah, I know, but hey, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> oh, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We've learned so much. Um, and I hope once we put down the links, um, people will jump onto your bootcamp. And I, I really wish you all the best with your entrepreneur coach journey thank you very much Rudu, and i hope that you keep doing what you're doing you're doing such an amazing job i love what i see when i see your stuff so keep up the great work keep smiling and keep shining oh thank you so much we'll catch you another time yes and thank you for having me on god bless you're most welcome thank you all right